Welcome to the Better Business, Better Life podcast. Terry DuPont is the founder of DuPont Advisory Group, a group dedicated to providing comprehensive services to successful business owners, medical, and other professionals. Terry has top-of-the-table status in the prestigious International Million Dollar Roundtable, placing him among the top one-tenth of 1% of all professional financial advisors in the world. Terry's philosophy is, I've learned that I grow and prosper more by focusing on the success of others rather than fretting over my own. Terry is a certified financial professional with the Institute of Financial Wellness, an advisor for the power of zero taxes in retirement, chartered retirement plans specialist, certified wealth preservation planner, and certified philanthropic developer. On the podcast, Terry brings together experts in their field who have succeeded in building their business to share their secrets with you. And now, here's your host, Terry DuPont. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Better Business, Better Life, Building on Your Success. And I'm your host, Terry DuPont. This week, folks, uh, we have Raymond Modglin with us. Um, Raymond uh, with has 23 years in the uh, real estate world. Uh, he's uh, uh, got plenty of experience uh, to pass along to students as the CEO of uh, Real University and its subsidiaries, uh, Learn Title and Real Estate Monkey. Um, he is a licensed real estate broker, uh, title insurance producer, home inspector, and mortgage loan originator. Wear a lot of hats. Um, over the past 20 years, uh, Raymond has been a radio talk show and podca- podcast host, as well as a keynote speaker. He has spoken to and educated over 100,000 students, uh, and he is well known for his quote, more knowledge is better than less. Raymond, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing great, thank you. That's one of my favorite quotes that I wrote. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you can lay claim to it. So, <laughs> Raymond, can you tell us a little about a little bit about you and uh, why you started your career? Well, honestly, it's a funny story, and I don't know how much we're going to want to get into this. Uh, I actually was in the corporate world for a number of years. Um, I've got degrees, advanced degrees, believe it or not, in nuclear engineering out of Texas A&M and Purdue, mm-hmm. and a PhD out of Purdue, mm-hmm. uh, was in the corporate world, owned investment property. That was my first Fourier into the real estate world. <clears throat> Got caught up in a merger by two Fortune 50 companies, and eventually, as you know, half the population leaves when a company gets mergered. So <clears throat> I was in that fortunate half, and I tell people all the time, I didn't jump off the cliff. I got pushed off the cliff, all right? So I got so disillusioned with the corporate world that I swore to my wife that I would never be controlled by another individual again. I said, I'm going to work for myself. And my wife said, so what are you going to do? I said, you know what? I'll just get my real estate license. And that was in 1999 and have not worked for anybody but me since 1999 as the head of a, a brokerage. And then when I went through school, the, the, the instructor said, hey, you did pretty well. You ever thought about teaching? And I said, yeah, I'd love to teach. 
So I started that in 03 and built it up to where I am now. Um, but literally it's a big jump from coming in that corporate engineering world to be yeah. a people person. Yeah. Big jump, big jump. Yeah. Um, Real University uh, and your other companies, uh, Learn Title, uh, Real Estate Monkey, uh, uh, cover various aspects of the um, uh, real estate industry. How do you or how did you uh, get the idea of establishing these entities uh, come about? How did it all come about? And and what is your vision uh, to their impact on the uh, real estate or on real, real estate education? So how they all are intertwined, as you so eloquently noticed, is as a real estate broker, you tend to use a lot of ancillary other helping companies like home inspection companies or lenders. Right. And at the time, I thought, well, you know, it'd be very smart to become vertically integrated so that I could take a one client and help them in this area, this area, and this area. So they all burgeoned out of the concept of just trying to help a client more and giving them less moving parts by saying, Hey, look, I can talk to Raymond who can help me get a loan, who could also help find the property, who could help do the inspections, all of this. And from that, they have now grown into their own individual companies in their own right. Okay. Right? So the school is what I tell people is mainly my day job, the education portion. I love the education. I love public speaking. I've done radio. I've done all of that. Um, and the goal, we recently acquired the company Learn Title that you have mentioned, which was a title insurance educator. We acquired that school about almost a year ago. And that has opened the door for us for now like 17 different states that we now teach real estate continuing education and pre-licensing, as well as title insurance, pre-licensing and education. So the, the footprint has now grown from Florida all the way to Utah to New Mexico, Maine, um, that has kind of been the goal. And from there, it's just rolled up into how big could we get this? You know, the thing that's amazing is a lot of people see real university and they see me out front for doing this for 23 years. But what they don't realize is there's like six other people that are making this project grow. I mean, we're to the point we have a compliance officer. We've got our own in-house programmer. We've got uh, Joe Trester, who is the director of, uh, business development. We've got two CSR people that answer phones. So it's it's become almost one of those, how big do you want it to get? How yeah. big can we get it? Yeah. And we keep adding states and adding courses and adding disciplines all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, through all these years, can you uh, share uh, any challenges uh, you've encountered through uh, your career and how you uh, overcame them? The biggest challenge to growth for either one of these companies, I'm going to tell you now, is the governmental regulations. That usually is the slowing down factor, if you will. Um, as you know, or maybe are aware of, most of the education in real estate is the same, whether you're in Florida, 
or Utah. The problem is the licensing entities require so much that you think it would be intelligent enough to go, hey, this course is approved in Florida, put it in Utah. No, you've got to go through the entire approval process. And unfortunately, it's not just the course. You've got to get the school approved, then the instructor approved, then the course approved. So the biggest detriment to our growth is actually government regulation. It's not knowledge. It's not the ability to scale. It's the restrictive ability of the government putting limitations on how to get approved and how to how to be able to operate in that state. That's the trick. Yeah, I feel your pain on that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what advice, uh, Raymond, do you have for um, aspiring real estate professionals facing uh, similar challenges? The, the key that I tell, uh, I have a real estate brokerage. We have 50 agents in the brokerage. We get a lot of new agents, obviously, coming out of the school to my brokerage. Um, and the one thing that I try and impress upon them are actually two things. One is the school is nothing like the real world work. And anybody that's ever had a college degree knows this. You know, you go and you learn how the stress points on a bridge are through mechanics and all of that. Then you go out in the real world and you've got a whole separate set of problems to deal with. Same thing here. So I tell them, understand that if you get through the school, then we'll teach you how to make money in the real estate business through sales. Mm -hmm. The second thing I always tell them is it is not, unfortunately, an overnight success. You've got to stick with this. You've got to make sure you're going to dedicate 8, 10, 12 months before you're even entrenched enough to do well in the business. Most people see their buddy and go, oh, well, you know, Raymond's doing well in real estate. I'll just get my license and do, dude, it took me 23 years to be an overnight success. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being able to stick with it and understand how the mechanics of the business work that lies on top of the foundation of rules and laws and things like that. Okay. Is there one thing you could credit or give credit to uh, that helped you become an expert in this business? I think it was just my desire to maybe prove people wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I've always been really great at retention of knowledge. So like we were talking earlier, when I took the class, I did exceeding, exceedingly well in the class. Um, one, because I think I'm a great test taker. I'm the one that offsets that person that always goes, oh, I'm terrible at tests. I happen to be the other side that offsets that. So because of that, I am able to retain a lot of, well, this, the state law says this because I use it every day. And I have a good knowledge for remembering it. So over the years, it's just like it just keeps building upon, you know, my knowledge base of what I'm doing. Now, occasionally, there's still stuff that come to me in my brokerage, and they're like, what is this? And I'm like, dude, I have no earthly idea. Haven't seen that yet. And then I go, well, now I need, I feel obligated that I cannot let my agents down. So I go out and I spend hours to try and research whatever it is so I can 
become that person that explains it to my team, so to speak. I don't ever want to let them down. Gotcha. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started? <laughs> don't go to work for that company that was going to get bought out. <laughs> no, actually, what I think is imperative or key here is that you really only have actually have to know a little bit more than the person you're trying to help. You know, the number one thing I see that probably kills new real estate agents is they feel that they have to know everything to get started. And I try and run with the old adage, and I'm sure you've heard about the whole 10,000 hours thing. And, you know, I explained to them, you understand, you work 2,000 hours a year, you need 10,000, that's five years. You're not going to know everything. So you just go out and start selling. And the key to it is, if you don't know it, that's what I'm for. Right. You're supposed to say, hey, I don't understand that. And that's what your managing broker, or in some states, they call them principal brokers, are mm-hmm. for. You're supposed to call me and go, hey, dude, what's this mean? I explain it to you. Then they go and explain it. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. So understanding that nobody knows everything and you don't, don't need to, to make a good living in this business. All right. 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 Um, is there something uh, that you like to share with each and every one of your students? Uh, with the st- with my students? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Typically what I try and do is people get, when I'm dealing with students, one of the things I'm always harping on is understanding the underlying concept and not necessarily getting caught up in, well, what was the formula to figure square footage? You know, that is the least important thing. Understanding the concept of how real estate taxes are assessed. And if you understand that basic concept, one, that'll get you through the exam, which is usually the most important thing for students. And two is in the real world. Then you can explain the concept to your client when you're like, well, you know, it's assessed based on the assessed value. So understand the concepts, not so much the minutia of every trying to figure out every little nuance and just the broad base. That's what I tell almost all the students. Don't get caught up with memorizing formulas. Understand where that formula came from. And then you always can answer the question. Okay. Okay. Um, As someone uh, deeply involved in real estate education, how do you see the future of real estate evolving? Um, and, and what advice would uh, would you give uh, to individuals uh, looking to thrive in this dynamic and competitive uh, field? That is a question that probably you're not going to want to spend that much time on because I can. There's two answers to this actually. There's the answer that Raymond, the educator, is going to give you because obviously making money at at the school is a key component for me. So putting as many people through the school as possible is obviously one of my goals. The other side of me, Raymond, as the managing broker of a real estate company, sees a big paradigm shift in what's coming with real estate. 
I have predicted for the at least the last two years that you are going to see a huge change in the commission model, which if you're paying attention is what exactly the NAR is being sued on right now or has been sued. Um, there's going to be a, a, a shift. I don't believe that you're going to see a bunch of real estate agents working for a brokerage. What I think you'll see is one broker that will have five or six employees that are now sectioned off where one guy maybe does the contracts and one guy is the uh, showing agent and one guy deals with, you know, uh, uh, the, the social media marketing. And it's all going to be funneled through one broker and that one broker will be who it is. The good thing is that will make them employees, the true W-2 type of employee, where now this broker can hire and fire and with salaries and, and pay and benefits and things like that. I think that is going to start happening more and more because of the pushdown in the overall commission paid out by clients that are getting smarter, you know, and not wanting to pay six and seven percent. And they're going to go to a flat fee. Hey, I'll do the whole thing for 1500 And then the whole idea becomes a Walmart model. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it for 1500 but I'm going to do it 3,000 times this year. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, in, in the rapidly uh, evolving real estate uh, landscape, uh, how do you stay abreast of industry trends and, and how to, or how do you ensure that real universities curriculum remains relevant, relevant and uh, up to date? Well, that's a good question. The key answer to that is the education portion. Remember, we are teaching the fundamentals of title, the fundamentals of finance. That really doesn't change over the last 20 years since I've been changing. What's changing is how those are applied to your client. That's a different question. How mm -hmm. we do it, once again, I go back to the point that there's five or seven of us. And what we try and do is every week we have a meeting where everybody kind of reports about, hey, did you see the article about so-and-so? Hey, did you read this? Have you seen this? That way there's, once again, People look at it like it's me, and the reality is I've got a team of people that are researching that with no, it, it's not a guided research. It's pretty much, hey, I saw this article. Have you looked at it? And then we kind of say, yeah, that might be important, so let's understand what that's saying. So I've got five guys that are helping me keep abreast of, you know, the NAR lawsuit and the state-specific stuff that's going on, and then the stuff in Florida. And, all, and how do they affect that state? Mm -hmm. So it's not just me, but we do it kind of as a group. And yes, there are some things that have slid through even by five of us where somebody calls and goes, what's this new rule? And we're like, holy crap, haven't heard of that yet. Yeah, so, yeah. I get it. But okay. from the education, a lot hasn't changed. <clears throat> right. It's just uh, laws and... and, and, and yeah, and I, will, I will tell you... When I started teaching this, we use a book by Dearborn. They were on their sixth edition. 
they just released their 21st edition in this month. Mm -hmm. There has really nothing changed in every edition other than they moved the chapters around for some reason. <laughs> but really, I mean, you count the number of pages in the title section in, in the seventh edition. It's the same. They just moved the chapter to a different number. Gotcha. So there's not a lot of change from the education standpoint. It just if there's different uh, compliance rules in that. In that yeah. yeah. Okay. And that, good point. The compliance rules are usually handled by the broker. Uh, when when a student leaves and gets hired by the broker, then it's up to the broker to mm -hmm. understand, you know, the new fair housing compliance law. The school will teach the basics of, you know, what are the protected classes and stuff like that. How they apply, that's the, your broker's job. How do you get clients? That's your broker's job. So all this new content marketing and social media marketing, that's not something we teach at the school. Right. That's going to be your employer's job whenever you go work at, you know, the Modulin group or, you know, whomever. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, go back to your quote. Um, More knowledge is always better than less. It, you know, it seems like it reflects a strong belief in uh, continuous learning. Uh, how do you um, encourage and facilitate a culture uh, of ongoing education with your organizations and how has this philosophy uh, con con contributed uh, to your personal and professional success? How one of the things that when, when a agent comes to the modeling group, I tell them two things. One, all I care about is that you do things legal and ethical. Other than that, I don't interfere with how, if you want to sell to all third shift workers, if you only want to sell golf course homes. So that's one of the, but the second thing I, I every week have a five minute video that I put out to my agents that kind of recaps something to do with the real estate world. Now I understand I've got agents that are brand new and I've got agents that have been in business 24 years. So when I put a topic out, like last week, I put how to fire your client. All right. Now guys that have been in the business 20 years don't need this because they probably already fired a client, but somebody that's brand new and understand I've got to teach to all of them. So I am always telling them no matter what I put out, you should watch it. Because the more you know, the better you're going to be. More knowledge can never hurt you in the long run. There is not a situation that I've ever encountered yet in my life where knowing more about the topic is actually detrimental to you. Okay. Okay. Um, Raymond, how do you define success? How would I define success? I think that's a question that if you ask the 20-year-old Raymond, versus the now 60-year-old Raymond, it's a different answer. I think at this time in my uh, life, point in my life, success is now being able to do what I want. Mm -hmm. I, in the 20s, I would have said, new car, big house, all that stuff. Now it's, oh, hey, Wednesday afternoon, I'm going to go down and watch my grandson, you know, be in the Christmas program, and I can walk out of the office and go do it. Amen. You know, I can go down for the weekend to Gatlinburg over 
Uh, we've got a trip planned over the Super Bowl weekend, a uh, couple other couples and I. Being able to just do that. So to me, the, the, the success just comes from the time that you have that you can do with as you choose. Now, it's taken a lot. And I, I, I once again, I want to reiterate, it's taken 23 years to get to this point. Mm -hmm. So please, if you're out there listening, do not assume, well, I'm in real estate. I can go do what I want. Yeah. Well, you still got to pay the rent and stuff like that. It only took me 23 years to get to this point. Yeah, I have to pay the dues, don't you? Yes, you do. I, I just had lunch with my 28-year-old son today, and he was talking about, well, I'm going to, he's going to start teaching a night class. And he said, well, if I teach a night class, can I leave my, he works for me during the day. He said, can I leave the job early that day so I don't have to be in the office 12 hours? He said, that would be tough. I said, it is tough. I did it for 10 years when you were a kid, remember? <laughs> so yes, you, you do have to pay the dues. Right. There were a lot of days where I was a real estate broker in the day and went and taught at night mm -hmm. uh, to the night class. Um, is there anything else uh, that you would like to share that we haven't touched on? No, I think you've done an excellent job of, of guiding the, the, the questions to what your listeners want to hear. Um, the, the biggest thing that I'm going to say is to just do it. I know that that's a colloquialism, that you see it everywhere, but the reality is all of the stuff that I have ever done in my life, um, and I think that would be true of you, of anybody else, at one point didn't do that. They weren't doing it. How did they get there? Because they had to start doing it at some point. One of my best friends has been probably my only high school friend that I still hang with uh, 42 years later is going to start a business tomorrow and has been for 42 years. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I love this guy to death. I would trust him with everything that I own. He just is one of those people. Well, you know, I'm going to start this YouTube channel or I'm going to start this business. And I keep telling him, I said, Brent, we're now 60 years old. When are you going to start? <laughs> yeah. You know, you yeah. have got to start. So, so don't yes. let fear override your ability to start doing something. Paralysis by analysis, I call it. Yes. Yeah. More knowledge is always better than less. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond, with all your success, uh, what's your biggest challenge? Um, right now, the biggest challenge to me is divesting myself of what I have. Um, there, I've already started talks with, as I mentioned, one of my sons works for me. He is the heir apparent in both the brokerage and the school. He works in both areas. And now we are determining how do I slowly step back and start reducing so I can get more of that time mm -hmm. and transfer that over to him. And I told him, I said, you understand you are burdened and blessed with the same last name as me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So people are going to assume when they see you at the school 
that you are going to be blessed and burdened with my last name. <laughs> you know, they're going to expect the same thing. Yeah. You're, you're kind of a breath of fresh air, uh, Raymond. <laughs> um, now we, we've got your... I have never been called that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got your uh, contact information, et cetera, on the bottom of, uh, of the screen here. Uh, but uh, is there anything, any special way that uh, our audience uh, could reach out to you and, and contact you? Yeah, you can hit, you can find me on every social media. Um, you can find Real University on uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter and uh, Real Facebook and all those. But basically, the easiest way is just Raymond at realuniversity.com. Call me. I'll talk with anybody. You know, uh, talking has never been a problem with me. My mom used to tell me all the time I would get in trouble in grade school because they'd move me for talking. And then I'd start talking with the other person and they'd have to move me again. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, I am more than happy to share what little I know with anybody. God, God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, well, that kind of wraps it up for this week, uh, uh, folks. Um, Ray, Raymond, it's been great to have you on the show. Uh, great talking to you. Um, everyone, again, this has uh, been Better Business, Better Life, uh, building on your success. I'm your host, Terry DuPont. And remember, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Come back next week. This has been the Better Business, Better Life, building on your success podcast. If you have questions about creating tax-free wealth and income, forward-looking tax mitigation, strategic risk mitigation, wealth preservation and legacy planning, and advanced financial management, go to DuponAdvisory.com or email Terry at DuponAdvisory.com. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.